everyone, it's Florence Brummer, your host of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast for attorneys and business owners, and we discuss time management tips and wellness tips um, for people who are in business or even if you're not in business, you know, if you're working or you're a stay-at-home mom, I think these tips can apply to everyone. I am a mother, a grandmother, a wife, a movie enthusiast, a fan of a great deal, a restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for mm, 22 years, 23 years, and throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance and work in life. Thank you for joining me on this journey. This week's podcast, I'm going to discuss what happened to me during Christmas and New Year's and work-wise and personal, and then I'm just going to discuss some goals for the new year. So when I last um, did a podcast, it was the week before Christmas, and this year Christmas and New Year's fell on a Saturday. And that is my least favorite. I hate when Christmas falls on a um, on a Saturday particularly. Sunday's bad, but Saturday is the worst because the day after Christmas is a Sunday. And then that week between Christmas and New Year's is sort of a regular work week. There's no non-weekend days off. And I really felt it this year because I've I've thought about this so many times as Christmas comes up, like what are the best days of the year for Christmas to fall on? And really, it's any day except Saturday. Sunday is still kind of doable because on the 26th or uh, January 1st or the 2nd, people are relatively quiet. But if those fall during a weekend, you're just coming back to, to the busyness. So this Christmas, the 26th was a Sunday. So on the 27th, it was kind of particularly busy, like more busy than it usually is during that week between Christmas and New Year's. Let me take a step back and start with the week before Christmas. So I was extremely busy it through the 22nd. And so the Sunday before I wanted to do something sort of holiday related because I had been so busy and there was an advertisement for this dinosaur thing that was happening at this place called the Arizona Boardwalk. It's kind of a cool place. They have traveling exhibits like they had the Titanic exhibit that traveled there. There's a Ripley's exhibit there right now and then there's sort of um some museums and aquariums that are there all the time. Like the Butterfly Museum is always there. There's a big aquarium. They have this museum that is all sorts of dinosaur models. And um, they have a bar that's all made of ice. And some other things that are just escaping me right now. So it's a fun place. It's a bit expensive. You can get a pass that includes like two or three attractions, which makes it a little bit more affordable. But there was an ad that they had sent me in an email that said they were having this free dinosaur thing. And it's in Scottsdale, which isn't too close to me. It's about 45 minutes. 
And I thought, well, let's take the boys. I have two grandsons, two and one, and the two-year-old loves dinosaurs. I thought, well, let's take them. And then I made a reservation for Santa Claus at Scottsdale Fashion Square. And in the past, they always had it set up with like a little house, and it was sponsored by HGTV, and it was always really cute. And I never took any of my kids there before. I never took the grandkids prior to that. And this year I thought, I'm going to do it. I'm like making this a whole weekend. And I made a reservation for Santa. So we went to the dinosaur thing. It just turned out to be a bust. It was really nothing going on. Like they had these booths where they were selling dinosaur related toys. And at some point we'll take Adam there and do the big dinosaur thing, the paid thing. I think they were just trying to get people on the property and then there would be nothing to do and you would do one of the paid activities. But we were on a schedule with this reservation. So we went to, I had a four o'clock reservation. We went to the mall and got there about 345. And I thought, well, no big deal. We'll just go there a little bit early because it said uh, up until four, get into line. Well, the Santa is on lunch from 2.45 to 3.45, and he didn't come back until closer to 4. And there was this huge line that was wrapping all through the food court. So at first we hopped into that line, and we were just waiting. But I had a reservation, but there was no one to talk to. And I circled around the area, and I saw this sign that said reservation line, but it was turned like inside, like it was it was turned towards the Santa exhibit. So I figured when it did open, that's probably where we needed to go. So I sent my daughter Lillian over by that sign because I didn't want to lose the place in line. So I stood with my daughter Florency and her baby. We stayed in line. And then when Santa came back closer to four, they flipped that sign and we all traveled over there. Best thing I ever did. There probably was... 50 people in line. And I think we were probably, let me think about this, 20th maybe, just waiting in the line. I have never seen so many angry people in my life as they were angry at us by going through this back line reservation thing. I don't know if the people ever realized why we went that way, that we had a reservation, that I had prepaid, like all of that. They were just pointing and glaring and it was super uncomfortable. <laughs> and then while we were waiting too, I put in our name at Kona Grill, which is one of my all-time favorite restaurants in Arizona. It's uh, sushi, and then they just have kind of regular foods, you know, like different sandwiches and things. Um, so I put in our name, and they said about a 30-minute wait. And so by the time we got done with our pictures, they were ready to take us at Kona Grill. Here's the thing about doing things with a one-year-old and a two-year-old. By the time we did Santa pictures and had lunch, it was, everybody was done, like just done. I could have went shopping, um, but the group that I was with was ready to go. So I never did any shopping at the mall this whole Christmas season. I did everything online. I think I went, oh, when I was in New Orleans, I went to the mall and I bought one thing at the mall and then I shopped at some of the shops in the French Quarter 
and bought maybe two or three things, maybe a little bit more than that. I got my grandson this really cute blanket that had beignets and cafe au lait all over it, and it was just so cute and soft, and he loves it, and he sleeps with it every night. And then just a couple like really cute New Orleans things. Um, that was the only shopping that I did physically. Otherwise, it was all online, which thank goodness for that because I don't know how you can do it. You know, I had no time at all, and I would shop online as I was watching a TV show, unwinding to go to bed every night. Uh, it ends up being, I need a better system because what I was doing was just sort of buying everything and then figuring it out later. And then I would see stuff that I liked and then buy it for myself. I ended up doing a lot of returns as well, but that's okay. So that Monday before Christmas, um, I had, so Sunday we stayed out a little bit late and then I had an 8.15 hearing and a 2.30 p.m. call. So I had to get up when it was still dark. I hate that. I hate when I have hearings during the week of Christmas and especially if I have multiple hearings. And I had hearings Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and then finally didn't have any hearings on Thursday. And we were supposed to have lunch, our office Christmas party, but we had to cancel it because one of the people in my office was sick. So we pushed it off for a few days. So I use Monday to just work all day at the office because I was there first thing in the morning for a hearing. And I got so much work done. And I worked through a lot of issues at the office and planned for working during Christmas where really what I wanted to do, my goal was the week between work between Christmas and New Year's was to work mainly at home, spend lots of time reading, catch up on some movies because there was lots of movies that were being released on streaming services that were brand new movies, some of them at the movies. So I thought this will probably be the best way for me to see these. Even though I thought I would be going to the movies during the Christmas holiday, I never made it. I saw Spider-Man the um, weekend of um, that weekend that I'm talking about. And I did a review of Spider-Man on my last podcast, but um, never made it to the movies the week of Christmas, the week of New Year's, not at all. And then I also planned to do as much exercise as possible. And I wanted to do Zoo Lights and the train in Scottsdale and maybe the Princess, which I've never done. I did Zoo Lights, which we do every year, did not make the train, did not make the Princess. And then so Tuesday, and this is one of those things where if I didn't have so much court during that week, maybe I could have done some more family activities. But it was just an insane court week. So on Tuesday, I had an 8.30 hearing downtown. So this was my most hectic day of the week. It was a hearing where the court made me go downtown for it. So I had to leave very early. And when I got there, it clearly was not a hearing that needed to be in person. Um, My client and myself sat in a room, the 
opposing party sat in another room and the judge was maybe at home, maybe in her courtroom. I felt like the judge had one of those backdrops that looks like a, like the judges on the bench. And also it was a hearing that was just giving me a lot of heartache, heartache because the whole week before the person that I was representing, um, my client against was really trying some what I would call improper legal maneuvers. I can't get into this, but number one, this caused me stress. It caused me heartache. And most likely because of the maneuvers, my client's attorney's fees are going to be reimbursed, which is a positive, but it caused me just so much anxiety for those days. And then, um, but the hearing went fine. Like it, it was fine. Like it was went the way it was supposed to go. These maneuvers that were attempted did not work, and it was a success. So then I go back to, uh, I have to stop off at the uh, one of the other courts and um, file something, and then I have afternoon meetings, and then. I didn't know I did this, but I double booked someone with the same first name. I thought that I was dealing with the same person. The person called me, so that's two different people, but I'm not realizing it. I'm getting a call from one and an email from another. I have them at a slot on my calendar. And then one of the people canceled. And I think that my last meeting of the day is canceled. So I'm kind of wrapping everything up because my last meeting of the day canceled. And then the person with the same first name came in for her appointment. So it was a bit of surprise and some levity where I just had to roll with it. I was glad I was still there. I was purse on my shoulder, headed out the door, and just kept doing lots of, you know, little things that came up. And Monday and Tuesday just ended up being particularly busy. Like people were trying to get things done before Christmas and the phone was ringing quite a bit. It was very, very busy days. And then I was also doing my cycling classes at night. I did two during the week of Christmas, either two or three. And then I did three days in a row after Christmas, skipped a day, and then did the last day. The week between Christmas and New Year's, the cycle place had free classes. So I took a bunch of them. And my hip ended up killing me (laughs) for a whole day. It's actually starting to feel a little bit better now. But I felt so lazy after like eating so much during Christmas. And I don't know that I really did, you know, but after um, eating some like really rich things, more desserts than usual, obviously, I wanted to get some exercise in. So on the afternoon of December 22nd, the phone finally stopped ringing. And on the 22nd, I had two trials which both ended up getting canceled. The morning one was canceled at the beginning of the week, which felt amazing to me. And so I didn't have to get up because every hearing all week was super early. 
and I was getting up when it was dark for hours, which I hate. And so the morning, I just kind of took it easy, was getting ready for my afternoon trial. My client comes in for my afternoon trial, and we log in, and I'm sitting, sitting, sitting. And finally, I call the court after about six or seven minutes, because I thought, well, if this is one of those glitches where the court doesn't realize I'm on, or there's some sort of technical difficulty, I'm just going to call. And I call the clerk, and the clerk says, oh, we don't have anything scheduled, nothing, nothing scheduled that afternoon. And I had that feeling, you know, as I was approaching this trial on the afternoon of December 22nd, I just had this feeling that was like, this is never going to happen. I don't know, know why in my gut I felt this. And obviously it didn't help happen, but it just felt like it was too close to Christmas. I could feel the judge not being into it. And so often the judges will schedule things very close to Christmas. I've had things scheduled on December 24th and the judges are not into it where it's gotten canceled last minute. The same with the 23rd. This was the 22nd. So I just had that sort of historical feeling that I, that has just occurred over the years where as it approaches, the judge either makes the hearing shorter or pushes it off until after the new year or something. But I was given no notice, and my client was came in and drove some distance, and it was disappointing, but we were able to talk some, so it wasn't a complete waste. But the good thing was, I was done really early, so instead of being done at 5 o'clock, I was done maybe 2 or 2.30, and um, I went back to the uh, to my house and worked from my house. I've had a transcript that I've been reading. And then December 23rd, we had our Christmas office party. I don't usually like to have it that late because very often my staff members will cut out of town or will need that day off to get ready for their own Christmases. But we moved it to the 23rd and one of my staff members was actually off and she came in for it. I was planning to not come into the office that day, but then I went in for it. But it was one of those things where it was very fortuitous. It just really worked out great because we always go to this place called Tonto Grill, which is in Cave Creek, a restaurant that I'll, I highly recommend. They did take the dish that I loved off the menu. They used to have something called a veggie nosh, and it was 20 different vegetables, including like veggie casseroles and different roasted vegetables and different sauces and you got to mix and match and put together your own plate and to me that's perfect I love like a little bit of taste of everything they changed it to where they just have two preset veggie noshes and they're seasonal and they're pretty good and I've gotten them in the few times that I've gone they, they changed it after COVID like it's one of those COVID things where all the vegetables go away for some reason. And I've had it a couple of times. I don't go to Tonto Grill very often. And it was good, but I didn't like not having that option. So this time around, I actually got a salad that was delicious. And um, there's a couple of appetizers that we really like. So I ordered that. We just talked about our upcoming Christmases. 
But what was different this year is that I drove different from my two staff members because instead of going back to Anthem or the office after lunch, I went on a loop around the valley and hit all the places that I needed to go for Christmas. And I'll tell you this, um, first of all, lunch was wonderful, relaxing, we had a great time, lots of laughter, exchanged gifts, it just was fun, you know, just one of those fun things where you can be like, okay, finally, we can just sit and talk a little bit. But then I had to loop around the valley and run all these errands that I was planning to when we weren't having lunch, I was planning to leave at like seven in the morning and get everything done early. So I'm leaving like in the afternoon of the 23rd and I'm terrified. I'm thinking this is going to be crazy. Like wherever I go is going to be nuts. The traffic is going to be nuts. And I had the experience on the, I guess it was the 18th, whatever that Sunday was, where we went into Scottsdale and things were so busy, like the traffic was really heavy, and I just expected the 23rd would even be worse. So I start doing this loop. I loop into Scottsdale, and I go to Whole Foods. It was semi-crowded, but not terrible. Like I waited in line, um, you know, I don't know, five or ten minutes, and I had given myself permission to just take as long as I needed to take. And I wasn't going to stress it because on the 24th, we were going to my brother's and he was going to be doing all the cooking. So I didn't really have to worry about much for the 24th. But on the 25th, I was cooking. I was going to make stuffed artichokes and bring them to my brother's. And I thought, I'm letting that one go. That's something I'm giving myself permission to let go. Stuffed artichokes are a huge pain in the butt. And maybe I'll make them sometime in the new year. But to try to make it when you're doing all your Christmas cooking and wrapping and seeing everybody, it just, I didn't feel like it was going to work. Went so, leave Whole Foods. And then I actually had to run to the court. I needed to pick up some documents. So I run to the court. It's very quiet. I am in and out of there. So that's the second errand. And then I go to Costco. And I'm really dreading Costco. Because I'm thinking, it's going to be jam-packed. I get there. It was kind of busy, but not any busier than a Friday or Saturday, maybe even less busy. I got a spot kind of right in front and went inside, shopped really quickly. I had an agenda for things that I needed. It was pies and sauce um, for pasta. And I can't remember a couple other desserts. Like it was very... It was not my regular Costco order. Um, so usually when I'm at Costco, I'm probably spending between three and 400. This was like 150, got what I needed for the holidays and, and got out of there pretty quickly. And then my next one is Boston Market. So I figure I'm probably going to be standing in this big line because people are pre-ordering their meals. And I had pre-ordered and I had paid. And so that was all good. But I just figured there would be this big long line. I did that one year for, I think, Thanksgiving. I think I did it not this year, Thanksgiving, but the Thanksgiving before. 
and they had this big freezer truck outside and you had to get a number and then even when you prepaid and pre-ordered you had to get a number you had to go outside and you know all this stuff and this time I just walked in there was one person in front of me ordering food and so I waited for a minute and then another customer service person came by to see what I needed and I said what I needed and they got it together and they gave it to me so I'm out of there in a, in a few minutes and then I decided to go to the last thing on my list which I was gonna give my per, myself permission to skip if I was too stressed out or things were too crowded was the Italian bakery and deli that I love Romanelli's I wanted to get cannoli I wanted to get Italian cookies I wanted to get tiramisu so I went over there and no lines there and the uh, guy who worked at the cookie counter said hey I know you and I said yep I've been coming in during the holidays and getting my favorite treats and so I was out of there pretty quickly so now I'm on my way home and it's really only like I don't know maybe 3 30 or 4 so I actually went to a a Christmas cycle class. It was the, uh, they played Christmas music. And I, I don't know if it was the last one before Christmas. They might have had some classes on Christmas Eve, but it was the last night class for cycling before Christmas. And not a lot of people there. It was like a very relaxing class. So now Christmas Eve comes and I have all my stuff ready. I'm exhausted. Christmas Eve it's raining. And if I don't have to go anywhere, I don't care if it's raining. But when I have things to do, and it's raining, I don't like it. Which is crazy because how often does it rain in Arizona? Although we had a ton of rain this summer. But I just didn't need it. You know, where I was going to my brother's and bringing packages and I had to get packages for my office. I just didn't need the rain. And it rained. Like it rained all day long. And I wanted to wear like an outfit to my brothers and, and you know, cuter shoes. And I gave all that up. I woke up still. I woke up early. I've been having the craziest dreams. And before I started into the craziness of the day, I took a bath and I worked in the tub. <laughs> I can, you know, because I can read transcripts and read some documents. And it was my cushion for the next couple of days for getting some work done. I did some journaling in the tub. And then we went to my brother's and it ended up being a quick evening. My, um, well, at least at my brother's, my dad, what was sick, but not, not like the flu, not COVID, not a cold. He just got super lightheaded and um, a little disoriented and we were pretty scared about it but once he got some sleep he felt better and so him my dad and mom did not come to Christmas Eve and then my nephew and his fiance were in the hospital she was getting induced so they weren't there so it was sort of subdued so we did everything kind of quickly like we ate quickly and my daughters have the babies, so it's hard to have them out for a longer period of time. So we did presents fairly quickly, too, and called it a night, except 
then my brother and myself and a couple other people went to my mom and dad's house and spent some time with them. And I set up some things on my mom's TV so she could have some shows to stream that she wanted and some movies she wanted to watch. So we spent a few hours with them, actually. So now it's uh, Christmas Eve. I go to bed like fairly early. I don't know, maybe like nine or 10, not too, too early. We're watching movies downstairs. I can't even remember what we're watching now. Oh, we were just kind of streaming Christmas movies um, on the 23rd, 24th, and 25th. You know, our favorites, Elf and Christmas Vacation. And I think Polar Express, which is not one of my favorites. I actually hate that movie. And um, uh, The Grinch, like we had to watch The Grinch. So those are the three big ones. And it, on Christmas Day, I wake up at 4 a.m. and cannot go back to sleep. So I'm just kind of puttering around until everyone starts to get up. And then we do presents and have breakfast. We clean and then I start getting dinner ready. And I just did a ton of cooking. It, it was not the hardest thing in the world because my daughter helps me so much with it. But it's still work. And then the cleanup is crazy. And then my mom, my dad was feeling better. So we did presents with my mom and dad. And then I, for a couple of minutes, I actually fell asleep on the couch. And... um I slept for like two minutes and then my sister-in-law and niece came over and we played a game called Mafia. Look it up. It's a game that you don't need a board for. It's kind of like a party game. And we had a ton of fun. We played it on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. My daughter's boyfriend taught it, taught it to us and it was fun. It's kind of like a mystery game, but easy. And like I said, you can you need a piece of paper and a pen. That's really all you need. And then you need your imagination. And it just was a successful Christmas, like very relaxing. Everyone enjoyed their gifts. I found gifts that people really liked. My I, my daughter loves Drew Barrymore. And she got um, from Santa. I still say Santa even though these girls are uh, so much older and adults and two of them have kids of their own, Santa brought her an autographed Drew Barrymore book. You can get autographed books at Barnes & Noble, and I just find that to be a very, very nice gift. People really enjoy getting an autographed book. And the best news of all is that my nephew's baby was born. I still haven't met him yet. They're laying low at their house, but I've seen lots of pictures and videos, and I saw a video where this little baby was actually laughing. They sort of squeeze his cheeks, and he smiles and laughs, and I can't believe it because he's like nine days old. Really cute, but I'll get to meet him soon. You know, they're not wanting people around with because of COVID and just everyone's been sick. And, and really, you know, we had a rotation throughout my 20 family members, had a, rot a rotating amount of sicknesses from Thanksgiving to Christmas. You know, my brother was sick. He missed the Spider-Man movie. He got sick right after Christmas again. I had something that I think was strep throat. 
after Thanksgiving. Just everyone has had something. <laughs> the, the boys have had just green snots. And um, I think right now no one is sick, which is just amazing. All right, so then we get to December 26th, which I've always called my favorite day of the year. It's the day where everything is quiet and you don't have any activities planned. I try not to do anything on that day. I know a lot of people like to shop. The most I'll do is go to a movie and I kind of thought about it, but it just ended up not happening. I was trying to get through the Matrix trilogy and I had found out that Aaliyah was supposed to be in the second and third one and had actually filmed part of the movie when she died in that plane crash. So that was crazy. I looked up some things online and saw the scenes that she did and and just was sad about that. But I wanted to catch through catch up on the Matrix trilogy because the new Matrix was, was out on HBO and I hadn't seen these movies in years. So on the 26th, I slept till 7.30. I got up. I started cleaning. I said to my family, we have single-handedly ruined the environment at our house. We had so much garbage and recycling and we wanted to get stuff out. I had cleaned my desk out and it was like so weird. I have this desk in the kitchen. It's like built into the counter and it had been, for for a month, it had just been a dumping ground. There was all these things piled up on it, things that were not mine. And I said, that's it. I'm cleaning this out. And and if someone was cleaning, they would open the drawers and shove stuff in it. And I couldn't open the drawers anymore. So I went through and there was dried out markers and just lots of garbage and, you know, bills that had already been paid and just things like that. And... It that felt really good. I got my returns ready to go. Um, I took the boys for a walk, and then I took a two-hour nap. I took a two-hour bath where I worked, and then we were just able to eat leftovers because we had tons of leftovers. I roasted some veggies to go with the leftovers, and we started our scream marathon. So um, we're a big fan of horror movies, and the new Scream movie, which is technically it's Scream 5, but confusingly, they're just calling it Scream. So I am renting out a theater on January 15th for Scream. And we had a marathon. And so like over, but you know, since like the 26th to just two days ago, we watched a little bit every day of the Scream movies until we got th- through them. So I went to the office on the 27th and was sort of unpleasantly surprised that it was kind of busy. People were calling first thing in the morning on the 27th, which is making me anxious about tomorrow. As I record this, this is January 2nd. And on the 3rd, which is a Monday, I think it is just going to be bedlam. I think people are going to just start calling from the second I walk in the door. And I have some messages from last week that I didn't get to people who called on the 30th and the 31st I mainly stayed out of the office on those days and um 
I have to call those people back. I have a trial on the morning of the 3rd. I have meetings all afternoon on the 3rd. So I'm just not looking forward to it. Hopefully, um, we do maybe like a coffee run in the afternoon or something and make it a little bit easier to get through the day. But it's going to be a hard day, that's for sure. So um, on the 27th, I just did as much work as I needed to do at the office, went home a bit early, and then that was the week where I crazily did cycling classes. I did Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. I had a, in for the first time in a long time, I actually had court during this week. I had a hearing on Wednesday. I called in and the judge didn't have what the judge needed so couldn't do it and it's pushed pushed off to another day on the calendar. So I was very bummed because if I could have just been done with the hearing, fine, then that's one case that's closed. But instead, it's pushed to another day in January where my January calendar is getting very, very busy. So I went home early every day last week. And it's because my January is totally filled up. But the weird thing about last week was everything I had, it was where someone was upset. And I should have had, so I have this transcript that's about 150 pages, which I should have been able flying through last week. But because I had this this myriad of little stuff coming up. We actually filed a bunch of stuff last week. Um, and so I've only gotten through, I don't know if I've gotten through a third of the transcript. So that kind of stinks. And I've been dreaming very vividly and weird and not sleeping great. So it was relaxing, but not relaxing. And then New Year's, um, New Year's Eve went to my neighbor's house came home kind of early, and um, I sat on the couch and watched The New Matrix, which I'll do a review of in just a minute. And on New Year's Eve, I took a super long walk. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's New Year's Day. I took a shorter walk on New Year's Eve, and I actually had to go into the office for a tiny bit because the thing about New Year's Eve and New Year's Day it's the also the end of my billing cycle. So I had to do some work for billing. I went for on the first, um, I had imagined that I would be very productive. I don't feel like I was. I went for a super long walk in the morning. I, I slept in. It's cold right now. <laughs> so it makes me want to sleep in. And then but it was sunny on the first. So that was nice. We just had days where it's been very overcast and chilly. Went for a five-mile walk. I have not done that in ages because it's either been too hot, I'm getting too late of a start, my hip has been killing me. If I have both boys, the uh, stroller that I had was impossible to do a five-mile walk on. It was just very cumbersome. But for Christmas, I treated myself with this double stroller where the kids sit side by side. And it's really light. We're going to take it to Disneyland with us when we go. 
but I only had Adam on Saturday and my dad found a jogging stroller in the garbage that had something where the wheel just needed to be fixed. So he fixed it and now we have this really great, light, easy to move jogging stroller. So I went for a really long walk, then came home and got ready and we went to Zoo Lights. First we had lunch at California Pizza Kitchen and then went to Zoo Lights. I've gone to Zoo Lights every every year. I, I, I don't wonder if I've skipped a year. Every year for probably the last 22 years, ever since we've been here. And my routine for the last several years was, I've, I've changed up my routine over time. I used to always go the week of Thanksgiving and go before Thanksgiving. And it was sort of a welcome to the holidays. And for some reason, that week of Thanksgiving, I can't get it done anymore. I always have the intention of trying to do it and it never happens. So instead, we've been going at different times. Sometimes we make it before Christmas. The last couple of years, I feel like it has been after Christmas. And It can get really, really crowded. So usually what I do, it closes at 1030. So I won't show up at Zoo Lights until 9. And then um, walk around. It takes about an hour. And even if you're there when after it closes, they don't shut you out or lock you in the zoo. You have some time to like walk out of there. And it's very solitude. Uh, there's a lot of solitude and it's very lovely if you're going later and the parking's great like you can park right in front but now I have these two little boys and they're you know and their mothers and these boys go to bed about 7 p.m. so I said is there any way to keep them up the girls were like no it doesn't really work that way they would be too exhausted so we decided to go to an early dinner and then go there basically right when it opened and on and this is New Year's Day now, and I'm just so stressed because I'm thinking it's going to be insane. And they have an overflow parking lot that they'll bus you into. I've never had to do that, but I've seen it get done. And I thought, we're going to have a stroller, and we're taking two carloads of people. This isn't going to work. And then on top of it, my daughter had bought a new car, and she had expected to be home well before it was time to leave. But then it was time to leave. So we took two cars and went to the dinner place. And then my daughter and my son-in-law met us there. And then we got down to two, you know, we loaded into two cars there and left one of the cars at the restaurant. We went to California Pizza Kitchen, which I love. I mean, I know it's a chain, but good salads, good pasta, good appetizers, lots of veggies, lots of vegetarian choices. It was yummy. They have a soup that I love. It's a vegetarian split pea soup with barley in it. And for some reason, I love barley. And so we had this really nice um, dinner. And then we hop in our cars and we go down there. And it's right about 545. And it opens at 530. And we were able to park in the regular lot. We were a little far away, but not really. It really only took maybe a minute and a half to walk to the gate. And then buying the tickets was fast and easy. I was worried about that. 
I actually think going on the first might be an ideal day because I think a lot of people go away for the New Year's. So they weren't there to go to zoo lights. And it's sometimes when we were walking around, we would sort of get into a clump of people, but not always. You know, it was fairly nice walking around. The only downside was the line for coffee was extremely long, so we never ended up getting coffee. And that just sounded really delicious to get coffee and hot chocolate, and we never were able to. And it was cold. It was chilly for sure. And we saw everything. Like I said, it takes about an hour, a little bit longer now, because they actually expanded the area of where you can walk around. There's like two other areas added. Um, But we got through it. We were talking and we were laughing and we were having a good time. And the boys really enjoyed the lights. They were pointing and Adam was talking about all the things that he saw. They both love animals. They both love lights. It was really nice. And then we came home. And so today is the second and I am um, dreading the, the start of the new year. There's so much stress going on in the world right now that is uh, bumming me out. I have this full this full court calendar. I have so much going on. And I'm thankful because this is how I make my living. But it's still stressful. Oh, and I forgot to tell you the other thing that I did. So on December 30th, we, my husband and I went and saw Bill Burr. And he is at, that used to be called the Dodge Theater. Now it's called the Arizona Federal Theater. It's downtown. We had um, tickets that I bought in October. And it we were going to the 10 o'clock show. He was doing a seven o'clock show and a 10 o'clock show. And we got there and we parked and walked up and a police officer says to me, they're not going to let you take that bag in. They have a clear bag policy. I somehow didn't get the memo on it. So I went back to the car and I just took out my wallet and my phone and we went in. Not that easily though. It took 40 minutes to get through their system to let people in. There was a tent where you had to show your vaccines or negative COVID test. And they also wanted you, you know, wanted you for any metal objects or whatever. And it was to get to the tent, you were down the street, several blocks, you stood in the middle of the street And then you worked your way up to this tent, which split into about six different lines. And once you got up there, sometimes it was moving and then sometimes it just stalled. Almost 45 minutes. So as we're standing there, you know, when you read the thing, it tells you it's a 10 o'clock show. Get there at 10 o'clock. It doesn't say anything about when the doors open or when you should get there early. There And there were hundreds, if not a thousand people, uh, maybe 2000 people outside waiting to get through this line. And they took their time. And so I said to my husband, well, he can't be going on this early, right? (laughs) Like he's probably as an opening act or he knows everyone's standing outside. So he's going to wait. No, nope. He just started when he wanted to start. 
And I don't know if there was communication to him or, or how it worked because he actually mentioned it during the show. So it took us like 40 minutes to get through. We walked in and I'm figuring because there's so many people, there were so many people behind us still trying to get in that we had time to get a drink. And I said, well, do you want to grab a soda or something? And he's like, oh, we could if you wanted to. I'm like, sure, let's like get in a line. And we're walking and as you walked further away from the door, the lines for drinks were just one or two people, but the lines by the door for the drinks were like 20 people. So that's always a trick I've learned. If you just kind of keep walking, a lot of times the lines get shorter. Like just don't jump in a line right away. And then as we're walking though, we help, we hear, hear Bill Burr's voice. And my husband says, oh, they must be playing an old show as people get seated. And then we were like, forget it. Like, we don't need a drink. Let's like go sit down. And we go inside and he's on the stage, like well into his show. Um, and so we go to our seats. There's people sitting in them. And there were seats behind that were empty. And my husband said, let's just sit here. I'm like, they're not our seats. What if somebody comes? And so then I was stressed out about that. Actually, no one ever came to sit in them. Um, some people came and sat next to us and they said, how long has he been on? And I said, I don't know when we got here, he was on and we've been here about 15 minutes. So there were people who came in well after us and Bill Burr said, how long are people going to be filing in? He's like, are they still letting people in? It was insane how long they took. But once I got relaxed and kind of realized no one was coming to take our seats or ask for our seats. And we didn't have to confront the people who were in our seats. You know, as it got more into the show, I started to relax. So it ended up being a nice night. But I really sort of felt like, I don't know if I want to do this again. If this is how long it takes to get into places. And the crazy thing to me is, oh, we're doing this because of COVID. You know, we're doing this because we want to make sure people are safe. But they clump you all together to let you in. And you're like sausages. And then they let you in. And how is it any better? I don't know. I don't know. I was very frustrated to say the least. Okay, I have a couple of movie reviews. Oh, before I get there, I guess my topic, besides of just sort of giving an update of Christmas and New Year's is the thoughts I have had about the new year and what my goals are. I hate the term resolutions. I don't know why. And I think it's because I don't feel like this is a discussion you should have with yourself on a once a year basis. It should always be happening. At least for me, it needs to always be happening. I need to have goals. I need to reassess those goals. I need to think about them. If it's the same goals all the time, that's fine too. But I have to remind myself of them. And once a year isn't going to do it. A big one for me is, number one, stop worrying. I worry so much. I worry about work. I worry about the kids. I worry about the world. And... There's just some things I'm going to have to do to stay away from that. I'm going to have to let things roll off my back a little bit more. I really, really take things with me and and lose sleep about it, particularly with work. And I may need to shut off some of the notifications on my phone. 
especially during this Christmas holiday, there was so much that came through and I, maybe I just don't need to hear it for a little bit, which the second one is sort of the same, which is relax. I need more downtime. A huge thing that I really wanted to do was I wanted to sit for huge amounts of time and read. And I never really got that. I had like a couple of sessions where I was able to get a little bit of reading done. I got my nails done, but I brought a transcript. So that was more work reading, but I just wanted to sit and read some magazines and I'm reading a few different books right now. And I just wanted that quiet time. Number three, make time for self-care. I have a bunch of appointments that I am making the first of the year. Some are required appointments for medical and some are more, I need to take care of myself. I'm booked a massage the first week of January. I have, um, um, I got my nails done a couple of days ago, trying to think what else. Um, just some little appointments just to make sure I'm getting stuff taken care of. And I have some annual stuff that I definitely need to have taken care of as well. I need to read more. Just really have that quiet time of reflecting and reading. I want to watch more movies. Before the week between Christmas and New Year's, I had not seen a movie in forever except for going to the movies to see Spider-Man. Otherwise, I was just putting on, I've, I'll have shows that I kind of fall asleep to, like shows that I've seen, so I don't really need to watch when I'm just too tired. So I just finished up Buffy the Vampire Slayer right before Christmas, and then I was re-watching Sex and the City. And I put that on at night, and I'm asleep. I put on the sleep timer on the TV for 30 minutes. And very rarely do I make it through that 30 minutes. Another thing I want to do is unplug more. I am very, very tied to my Apple Watch and my phone. My calendar is now on my phone. I do my emails, some emails on my phone. Although I try to save that more for the computer because it's just easier really with a keyboard. But if I need to look at emails on my phone, they're on there as well. And then as part of unplugging, <laughs> the flip side is finding technology that helps me. And one of that is going to be, um, I have a new phone waiting for me at the office that I need to switch things over. And I hate switching phones, but at some point you start to, your phone doesn't keep power as much and now my phone is my courtroom for the last two years. In some cases, I'll use my laptop, but sometimes I use the phone for it. So I just need better technology. And so I'm always looking at different things. And I'm not the most techno technological person, but I try to find things that are easy for me to use. Keeping up with exercise is a big goal for me. I want to make sure that I have something that I enjoy and something that almost works like an appointment for me. I used to have that when I had a personal trainer 
And now I'm having it right now with the cycling class because it's a time that I need to be there and it's an appointment I have to keep. And I've been getting very acquainted with the schedules at the cycling place so I can switch it up. Like maybe sometimes I'm going to do a morning class and then sometimes the evening. I've been doing more evening classes because it's just so dark all the time. I don't want to get up at five in the morning and go where and then where it's dark for the next three hours. So I'm doing more evening classes. But I think once it starts to get warmer, I'll probably switch to more morning classes. But this is something that I'm doing that's keeping me engaged right now. During the pandemic, I was doing a lot of uh, YouTube videos and that worked pretty well. But it's very easy to turn off the TV or to take a phone call during something like that or someone comes in the room and I'm interrupted. When I'm doing a class, now I can't be interrupted. I try to avoid sweets, which I'm not successful at, <laughs> but I do um, just need to watch it. We have a candy dish at the office and I've been avoiding it like crazy for months because it. I'll get like starving and then I'll start eating all these little candy bars. So I have to very, very much avoid that. Sleep. I have to make sure I'm sleeping. When I'm saying I have to make sure of this, um, this is my reminder to myself, but also my reminder to you to make sure you're doing this as well. I've been sleeping like crap, frankly, for the last couple of weeks. Waking up way too early or having trouble falling asleep. I'm not sure what it is. I just feel off, but I need to get back on that schedule. I want to keep traveling. Uh, travel came back into my life this last year, of course, with modifications, which were sometimes frustrating, but I don't want to let travel go. I still want to go places. So I'm trying to figure out what's the best way to travel and where to go and how it can be relaxing. I need to also figure out another goal for me is what can I say no to? And I probably could have booked all of last week with meetings. And I said to myself, okay, I only have these couple of days where people are probably more understanding if I'm not taking meetings. And I have stuff to do. Like I have other stuff that I'm working on. I have personal stuff that I need to do. Uh, I need to take down the Christmas decorations. Like sometimes there's just stuff you need to do for yourself, which I did take down on New Year's Eve. I could not stand to look at them anymore. So I gathered everyone together and we took them down together, although I think I did most of the work. And then my last goal is don't sweat the negativity. And there is negativity from all, all forms of everything coming at you. The news, uh, social media, could be people in your family. Um, sometimes it's the people that you're working with or people who, um, you know, as a lawyer, we have opposing counsel. Sometimes you're getting negativity that way. Sometimes it can be the opposing parties. I have had just a lot of stress that way in the last two weeks. And I try to say, don't take it personally, don't get anxious about it, because 
most likely this is just not about you. It's about whatever they have going on in their lives and they're projecting it on you. So those are my goals for the next year. Adopt any of them that you like. I've been talking for about an hour, so you're probably sick of this, but I wanted to quickly talk about a couple of movies that I saw. I saw um, Matrix Resurrection, which was the brand new Matrix. I really liked this movie, and I was a big fan of the first Matrix, and an okay fan of the second and third one. I always thought the second and third movie could have been one movie. Of one thing I didn't really like about those movies is that they were out of the matrix quite a bit and they were in Zion and it was just sort of boring and wasn't like really to me um furthering like the matrix legend uh the mythology of the matrix it was more like okay here's the people who escaped the matrix and now here's their lives and maybe other people liked it but to me that was like a little bit dull and like i said could have been combined into one movie i thought but resurrection was really cool it was very self-referential it discussed reboots of movies and video games but of course this is itself a reboot and a big part of it is they were back in the matrix again, which is cool. And the different things that can be done in the matrix. And it was different because the matrix was rebooted. It was like a 2.0 matrix. So different things were happening. I don't want to spoil it. So hopefully I'm not saying too much, but there was this little montage with Keanu Reeves where he was in the matrix. And I felt like this is my life. And, um, Sometimes you, you can feel like that where it's like, what am I living? You know, it's, is this real? And the matrix is really makes you sort of think about that. And my husband said something funny when we were in New Orleans a couple weeks ago, we were eating breakfast at the breakfast place and there was a waiter there. And I said to my husband, I go, this waiter is at every restaurant across the nation working at breakfast place like the same sort of attitude and swagger like every I just saw him in Coronado obviously not the same individual but the same like tight personality and so the words I said to my husband was this guy is in every breakfast hotel every restaurant hotel that has breakfast this guy works there and my husband said it was a glitch in the matrix. And then ever since he said that, I was thinking about the movies and the new one was coming out. And I really liked it. I mean, see it, I saw it on HBO Max. It didn't take away from the enjoyment for me. And I was really glad that I rewatched the old ones and then watched this one. Some new, if you're looking for some streaming ideas, Ron Gone Wrong on Disney is really good. There's a lot of movies that are kind of discussing the modern world and putting a spin on it where it's helping you to get away from the negativity. And so Ron Gone Wrong is kind of like an app that sort of takes over your life. And what if it goes wrong? And what do you do with that? Do you like it or not like it? And this is a kid's movie. 
and I watched it with my youngest daughter and we were cracking up. It was super funny. Really liked it. On Paramount, that was on Disney Plus, on Paramount, I'm trying to think if this was Paramount or Peacock. Mm, on Paramount is the new Paranormal Activity. It is Paramount. And these are movies that I have a love-hate relationship with. The first two I really liked. And then everything after went into this weird, like, demonic mythology that wasn't very fun. But then there was one um, that was sort of fun. It was like the fifth one. I think I actually missed one of them. Uh, Ghost Dimension I ended up not seeing, which I didn't realize I didn't even see. But it was the one with, I can't think of the name of it. But it was probably the sixth one. And it has a Latino family and their experience with paranormal activity. And this one, that one was super fun after there was like a couple of duds in there. And so there was a new one and the tagline that I saw was it was bringing you back to the beginning. And then there was all these, I don't know, Easter eggs that seemed to be going somewhere. And then none of it ever went anywhere. <laughs> And in my mind, I kept thinking, oh, this must be this, or this, this must be where they're going. And just nothing, just nothing. And it had like a couple parts that were spooky, but then it just fizzled out for me. So anyways, um, I don't even know if that's worth a watch. <laughs> I was very disappointed. I'm still watching And Just Like That, which is the sequel to Sex in the City, I'm having kind of a love-hate relationship with that one, too. The last episode I ended up really, really liking. Um, but it's weird. On one hand, I'm disgruntled that they're just sort of forcing, like, the modern world on these women. Where they're always on their iPhone. And uh, they're there's like references to podcasts and different political things and it feels a little bit forced to me but then I think this is also the current world I mean these women aren't going to be stuck in the same places that they were 20 years ago especially when they're 55 they're not going to be dating 30 year olds um so I like it but sometimes I don't like it. <laughs> if you really love Sex in the City, you have to watch it because there's things brought back from the past. And there was kind of a satisfying uh, wrap up of a story line that I really didn't like. And then there was a way that was kind of wrapped up that I did like. There was a movie, um, the Nicole Kidman, Lucille Ball movie, I can't even remember what it's called. Like something like Meet the Ricardos or something. Meet the, or, you know what? I can't even remember the name of it. I've just been calling it the Lucille Ball, Nicole Kidman movie. It's fairly okay. I'm very impressed with Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball. Everything they were able to do with that sitcom and how groundbreaking it was. So that part's very impressive. They took a couple of the events and squeezed them together like it was happening within like a week or two week period, which I guess was not historically accurate. 
and it felt forced. Um, Nicole Kidman's performance was very good, but Javier Bardem's uh, performance was the better one as Desi Arnaz. Like really, really, really good. It In my mind, he kept morphing into Desi Arnaz, which I don't really feel about Javier Bardem. I feel like he's always himself. And this was very different. And then a movie I saw today was called Don't Look Up. It took me many times to get into it. I kept putting it on. This is on Netflix and it's with Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence and Meryl Streep and tons of other people. And it's a farce. At first, when I heard the description of the movie, I thought it was like going to be like a disaster movie, like a serious disaster movie, but it's not. It's a farce on modern day and it has some really, really clever lines and clever ways of looking at stuff. The premise is Jennifer Lawrence and Nicole, um, wrong movie, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence and Leonardo DiCaprio discover a comet that's going to destroy the earth. And they go to the president of the United States with it, who's kind of a dum-dum, and she's played by Meryl Streep. And then it's like, well, what happens if a comet's coming towards the earth to destroy it? What does everybody do? And it was sort of a scathing look at modern society. Um, but also very heartwarming. Like at the end, I cried. Like I cried. Um, and it was good. There was tons of people in it. Jonah Hill was in it. Ariana Grande was in it. She was playing a character that was similar to herself, a pop pr princess. And her um, her part had a lot of laughs in it. Uh, Timothy Chalamet was in it in a really good heartwarming part. He came in more towards the end. I feel like he was in every single movie this year. And I liked him in it quite a bit. And it just made me like think like, as I was like thinking about my goals for the New Year's, this sort of silly movie, and Adam McKay wrote it and directed, who I really like, like he did the big short and Anchorman. And so it's definitely an Adam McKay movie. I heard that it was supposed to be terrible, but I really liked it. It's worth a watch. And um, it just got me thinking about, you know, if a comet was going to come and destroy the earth in the next couple of weeks, like, what would you want to do? Would you want to be with your family? Or would you want to be answering emails and seeing what's uh, new on Twitter? And there's a combo of both. <laughs> so it's very, it makes you think. It really does make you think. All right. Thank you so much. I apologize for the long podcast. It's been a couple of weeks with a lot of stuff happening that I wanted to cover. I'll be back in two weeks and I should have a review of the new Scream movie at that time. You can find the podcast on SoundCloud and iTunes and Patreon under Florence Legally Brunette Bonafide Legal Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram under Florence Legally Brunette. You can find me on Facebook under my name and you can find my Facebook Law Office um, page as well. So Law Office of Florence Bremer. 
And that's it. I will be back in two weeks. Happy New Year.